Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Skyline Chili. Don't you forget that. I'll get to that in a minute. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,241 subscribers. That is awesome. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you want to support what I'm doing, we also, other than su subscribing, I have the uh, Super Chats going on in the YouTube channel. So you can go to the YouTube channel and make sure you're subscribed. Hit the bell for the notification, and then you can give me a Super Chat, and I would greatly appreciate it. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. I've got some Bengals information. I got some red stuff. Let's let's get to the red stuff because a lot of the stuff just broke right before I was going on the air. So I was going to start out with Bengals stuff, but I got some interesting Reds news that just came across Twitter. Uh, the Reds have recalled AAA right-handed pitcher Austin Guten. And optioned out Vladimir Gutierrez. Now, this is kind of interesting um, because just yesterday, if I can bring this up here, that David Bell said he was going to start Hoffman, which he still is starting Hoffman, on Wednesday. And he said it's basically to get... Luis Castillo and Tyler Malley a little bit more rest and more on a consistent schedule. So he says more consistent schedule and to create rest for them as well. He just wants to spread them out. Now, that is interesting because, like I said, they just optioned Goody to the minor leagues. So the question is, is Hoffman staying in the rotation uh, what did Vladimir Gutierrez do to get out of it? Other than I think this team is so desperate for bullpen help that this is a desperate move to try to get bullpen help. They got a guy who can start Wednesday. Goody's not going to, you know, he's not going to be available for five days. He's, he's got to go down to the minors for 10 before they can bring him back up. So maybe Hoffman makes two more starts. What does this do for the rest that, you know, David Bell was trying to get for Luis Castillo and Tyler Malley? I don't know. Those are all very good questions that I'd like answers to. <laughs> but all I know is this is all caused by the gaping hole, and I've said this all year long, that the Reds have in this bullpen. And it's causing them to make moves that they don't want to make, and they just have to make them. You know, it's it, it's 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 just it's mind-numbing. It's frustrating because I've been talking about this for months. I've been, what? Since April, the season started. We need bullpen. We need bullpen. We need bullpen. It's July, almost the end of July, and we're eight games back, and it is solely because of the lack of bullpen. It is ridiculous. I've never seen a contending ball club, and they are a contending ball club, have pretty much everything. Yes, the shortstop position could have been fixed. I'm not even worried about the shortstop position right now. The bullpen is so way beyond anything that that 
the rest, everything else just they just need to forget about it. Shortstop, who cares? You know, just we got we got Senzel coming back. He might play some shortstop. We got Farmer playing, I think, a really good shortstop. I mean, that brings me to an article. Let's see, is this it? Yeah. Where you know they were had an article saying that the Reds could trade for Javi Baez. Why? <laughs> One, there's no freaking way the Cubs and Reds are ever going to make a trade. I don't think. The Cubs don't want to face Javi. I know they're out of it. And they're selling. But more important, the Reds don't want to make a trade with the Cubs for a minor leaguer who potentially could be a guy that they have to face for the next six, seven, ten years. So I don't see that happening. One, like I said, the shortstop position, we're okay at. Farmer has played a very decent shortstop, a re- actually a pretty good defensive shortstop. He's hitting better now. That's not the problem. Offense is not the problem with this team. It's the bullpen. And I've said it a million times, and I'm tired of talking about it. I mean, I don't, unless they make a trade. I mean, they've tried, I don't, everybody <laughs> that they have in their system to come out of the bullpen, and none of them are consistent. I mean, literally, two guys are in this bullpen that were there at the beginning of the year. That is Garrett and Goldschmidt. Or not Goldschmidt. Um, oh, my goodness. I can't, I can't remember his name right now. Um, but yeah, there's two guys. That's it. It's, it's, I, I can't talk about it anymore. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, guys. I mean, I really, I really don't know what to say other than they got to make a trade. They, they have, they have to make a trade to try to get bullpen help. What else is there? They've exhausted every other option. They've literally exhausted, Nick Crawl has exhausted every other option. Except trying to make a trade. Now I know Charlie Goldschmidt said yesterday on the show that the trade market really hasn't heated up yet. I'm more of well, let's get it started. Let's fire the first shot. And I'm not saying give away the farm, you know. And we're talking about a reliever here, you know, not nothing, nothing too huge. I mean, something kind of like what they made last year when they got Archie Bradley. Yeah, they're two guys that you know are up for the Diamondbacks, but I don't think either one of them are going to hurt the Reds in the long run and losing. That's the kind of, tra- I think they helped the Diamondbacks and Archie Bradley helped the Reds at the end of the year last year. Smart idea would have been to keep Archie Bradley, but the Reds didn't do that. Anyway, that, that's the only option. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to do. I, I, I'm so frustrated and irritated. I'm like last night's game and Saturday night's game. And I said this tongue in cheek yesterday with Charlie Goldschmidt, but it's, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like Saturday night's game and last night's game, this bullpen was determined to not let the Reds win because <laughs> this team fought back and fought back and fought back. They had, they were, they were winning seven to three. They, they gave that up. They, they, they tied the Reds came back and tied the game up in the ninth inning or eighth inning, whatever it was. And they came back and tied it up in the 10th inning and the bullpen still blew it. <laughs> and like we, we couldn't get, the first guy out in any inning, it's the first guy reaches. It's like, all right, you know, you might as well just start with ghost runners on first and third or first and second for, for the Reds. It's 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 just absolutely frustrating. Let's get to the comments here. You guys are already blown up. I enjoy it. Natty, what's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Missed you guys. Missed you, my man. All right, Zach, what's up? Uh, the best team, the better part of the decade, and Cassianos. Has zero interest in addressing. Oh, 
Castellini, sorry, has zero interest in addressing the problem. Makes zero sense. Does he understand a first-place team will fill GABP? And with that comes tons of merchandising, concession money, on top of ticket sales. So instantly, insanely, excuse me, frustrating and more than a tad depressing. Love your show, man. Thanks, Zach. I agree with you, man. I, I and I, I, I said, I'll throw it back on Bob Castellini. I mean, he said he when he when he bought the team however long ago. I'm gonna bring championship baseball back to Cincinnati. Haven't seen it yet. He fired Dusty Baker. I'm tired of losing. You know, last year they went all in, which was great. You still have the core of that team that you spent the money on last year to try to have a contending ball club, and you did nothing this year. You punted on the offseason. You did zero. It, it, it's it's mind-numbing. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, and now we can't do anything. We're just fans. Yeah, and the thing is, we're showing up to the ballpark. What Bob, what do you want us to do? We're showing up. We're paying our harder money to go to the games. Where you at, brother? Tim Beetle, what's going on? The front office just showed their comments or commitment, sorry, to winning with their moves today. No reason to trust Hoffman over Gutierrez. Yeah. I, I mean, like I said, it, it goes back to, to what they just said. David Bell just said yesterday. We're right here. You know, I, what happened to this? This was Charlie Goldschmidt article yesterday. He wanted Tyler Malley and Luis Castillo to have a break. You know, well, if you're taking Gutierrez out, then starting Malley, or I mean, excuse me, starting Hoffman, doesn't give him a break. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I would love some explanation of what happened. All right. Ben Other. Wow. You're new to the show. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe, please. Eight minutes in, and I've heard about the Reds first. Does that mean this subject written in the title of this live has already been happened? No. Not yet. I, I'll get to, to the Bengals. I just all this stuff happened right right before the show. So I can get you to the Bengals training camp, which I was talking about here real quick. I'll give you the info I have on that with the Bengals training camp. And it is that we there are two available training camp practices that the public can attend. And this is at Bengals. Dot com, you guys can check it out. There's a limited number of fans that will be able to attend the Bengals training camp practice on Saturday, August 7th, and Sunday, August 8th. The practices will start at 3 p.m. on the practice field just west of Paul Brown Stadium. Gates will open at 2.30, approximately 1,000 tickets will be available each day. Register to enter a drawing and yada, yada. You can try to go to Bengals.com. There's the form to fill it out. So that that was the information I had on Bengals training camp. I got some more articles and stuff later on. But just to let you know, that's where we're at with the Bengals. All right, let's see here. Let's get back to the Reds. Look at the Reds talk is blown up. Let's see what's going on here. Sam, I agree. Iceman, we need to trade for some help. We've needed to trade for some help. This is <laughs> I, I mean, 
now C Trent, I think it was C Trent. Hang on. I had this. Uh, is that it? Yes. Now TJ Anton will start throwing bullpens next week. David Bell said Alex Bandino will start rehab assignment next week. Michael Fleece will res- resume his rehab next week. Mustakis, Senzel, all of them are getting close to coming back. That's great. I'm glad they're all getting close to coming back. The problem is we need help in the bullpen now. And none of those, except for TJ and Sims, are bullpen help. And TJ and Sims have been out for two months or more. We need help back in May. (laughs) You know, this has not been a, oh man, all of a sudden, you know, we, 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 you know, we got to do something. They've needed help. And at this point, there is nothing in the Reds system. There's nothing there. They've tried everything. Everything. They've tried everything. And there's no help. Go make a freaking trade or two. Get this team help. You're eight games out right now. And this team can pull themselves out of it. They've done it all year, but they can't do it if they're both if they don't know what they have in the bullpen. <sighs> Beetle. Another reason they aren't making moves is because they are going to rely on Anton Sims and Senzel. Yeah, I but that's that, that doesn't help. I, I I that's a stupid thing to do. I'm sorry. That's dumb. <laughs> okay, you get I agree with you, Beetle. I'm not I'm not arguing with you. <coughs> but all right, so we get Sims and Anton back. It's only two guys. The reason I, my opinion, they're on the shelf is because they got used up. <laughs> that has been the only two reliable bullpen guys David Bell has had all year. That's it. So you're going to bring them back and we're going to use them up again. Okay, they might be back. What if they're back next week? <clears throat> Excuse me, I got something caught in my throat. <clears throat> what if they're back next week? What if they're not back next week? Oh, you know, we're losing. We've lost three games out of the four that we played since the All-Star break because of the bullpen. We're eight games out. This could be over really quickly if we don't get, if the Reds don't get this figured out. Brad, not sure Bell is not just playing the players. He's told to play, not the ones he wants to play. Brad, I think David Bell is doing anything and everything he possibly can do to get this team to the to the playoffs. Now let's 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 just have a come to Jesus moment here as Reds fans. Let's try to be not that you're guys, not that you're I'm not calling anybody dumb. Let's be smart baseball fans here. This is not a David Bell problem. This is not his fault. And this is coming from me, who has banged on him for the last two years. This is a Bob Castellini fault problem. He punted on the offseason. The bullpen is way worse than any of us anticipated. This team has been contending all year. 
The Milwaukee Brewers had a excuse me, the Milwaukee Boozers had a problem at their shortstop. What did they do? They went out and traded for one back in what May, and they've had the best record in baseball since then. The Reds have had a huge, huge hole in their bullpen all year long. What have they done? Oh, let's get this retread guy. Oh, let's try this guy from AAA. Oh, let's try this guy. How about you make a trade to get veteran bullshit bullpen pitchers who can help your team? Now, you should have done this already. Look at the Boozer series. The reason we lost is the bullpen. Look at last night's game. The reason we lost is because of the bullpen. <sighs> Terry, what's up, man? Praying for good health at training camp. See what happens to the Rams running back. I did. I saw that. We'll see. And that's that's the thing. The Bengals have got to stay healthy. I'm excited. I cannot wait for training camp because – I'm like I said, I'm so tired of talking about this Reds bullpen. It, it, it's irritating. Uh, Crip, what's up? Reds bullpen is like a bad Wi Fi, it goes down when you need it the most. That's a very, very good, good point. Ben Other, what's up, man? If the Reds have no one in the bullpen, why do you think the best person in the bullpen, or who do you think the best person in the bullpen is now? Which all you there is none. <laughs> I mean, they're on the shelf. <laughs> the, the best guys are TJ Anton and Lucas Sims. You know, I am uh, crown. I see you hate to say it, it's over with this team, nothing's over. You know, they've pulled themselves out now. Eight games is, will be the biggest hole they've pulled themselves out of this year, and it's going to be hard, but. I still believe they can, but it's going to be so difficult. They, it's got to – I mean, if, just look, before the All-Star break, when the bullpen was pitching, okay. I mean, and that's the thing. We don't need a lights-out bullpen. It would be nice to have one. We just need an adequate bullpen, bullpen. We're going to score enough runs. We need guys to be able to come in at crucial times and at least go one, two, three. <laughs> you know, we can't even get that right now. We don't need a lights-out bullpen. We need an adequate one. We don't have that. If we had that, we ha like I said, we had that before the All-Star break. The guys were pitching pretty good. And I kept saying, they're pitching good. I'm still worried about it. You know, you know, I I, I wasn't going, all right, well, it's fixed. It's not fixed. Dave Gillespie, what's going on? It's over, buddy. A PUD bullpen. They should have been addressed in training camp. And they... Have nothing in depth, therefore not surviving injuries in this team issues. It's too bad because they finally figured out a way to play in a softball field. <laughs> and you have to hit the other team. But even that doesn't work. 15 runs, not specifically fault of anyone's just making small market reality. All right. Small market reality. The Reds spent how much money two years ago? Yeah, we had a pandemic. All right. That money really didn't leave the books. If the Reds would have kept Iglesias, kept Archie Bradley, it wasn't that much money. They could have done it. They could have 
added small guys. Getting a bullpen that's adequate doesn't cost you a lot of money. It really does it in the grand scheme of things. And my opinion, why in the hell did you spend all the money two years ago if you weren't going to do it this year? So, Dave, I, I, I love your optimism that it's over. <laughs> but yeah, eight games is going to be rough. I mean, I ain't going to lie. It's going to be rough. This get, Getting the start we had in the second half is not good. Ben Other, I love it. I love new people on the show. I, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy the show and go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the bell for notification. Ben Other, okay. If you're saying let's make a trade, who is the worst bull? Who is the worst bullpen player? LL, you don't have to answer the question. It makes makes you look mean. Yeah, I'm not saying the, the worst one. I mean, if we're gonna make a trade, I you know, there's guys that can make trades. Um, it, it's going to be low end. Well, I say like single A, double A guys, which you can make trades for bullpen guys. I mean, that's it, it, like I said, they made a trade last year and got Archie Bradley. I don't, I think they could do the same kind of trade this year. You know, they're not going to, you're going to be trading for, Guys with expiring contracts. There's going to be guys out there. There are guys out there that are available. Now, the, the asking price is probably too high. I know the first thing everybody's going to say is we want Nick Lodolo or Hunter Green. The Reds are not doing that. I guarantee you they are not. Those are not. Those, those guys are not on the table for an expiring contract reliever. But these teams would rather get something for these guys instead of nothing. So there are trades that could be had. To me, it just seems like the Reds have not been willing to do that. I don't know why, other than Bob Castellini decided he didn't want to spend money. And trust me, he's making money this year because that stadium is, is full. All right, let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. You guys are blowing it up. Okay. Crown, is everybody going to do that one? All right, that. All right. Zach, I think you're next. Let's see here. This. Literally is the one team you wouldn't think Castellini would have dreamed of. Very talented, needed a little boasting, but even that little bit of boasting, they now desperately need need him. Just want, to, uh, yeah, it's it's. This is the team that this is the the, the the moments, the things he's been talking about since he's bought the team. I'm bringing championship baseball back. He fires Dusty Baker. I'm tired of losing. We're not going to lose anymore. He's made these statements publicly. Then why in the hell, when you actually have a team, and honestly, if we had a bullpen, we could go pretty far. This team doesn't quit. This is one of the funnest teams I've seen in years with the Reds. I mean, it, to me, honestly, it reminds me of the 99 team. That team never quit. <laughs> that team, ne they were never out of any game. I mean, just look at last night. They, they right out the gate, they're down 3 nothing. They turn around and score four runs in the in the next inning, and they go up, by, you know, 7-3. to three. They don't quit. Then they came back. Lost league, came back. Lost league, came They don't quit. So I, I, I can't fathom 
And I don't understand how Bob Castellini could sit there night after night after night, night after night after night and watching this team and watching this team fight and fight and fight. And you sit in your ivory tower and you do nothing to help them. Dude, I, that's not the Bob Castellini that I've heard for the last 12, 15 years that owns a team that wants to win. Prove it, dude. Uh, crip. <laughs> Come to Jesus moment. Best show on the internet. Thanks, brother. Uh, yes, Jared, you are right. The bullpen is trash. I have been saying that all year. All right. Royal Flush Terry. What's up, brother? I'm done talking Reds. We're beating a dead horse discussing the same issues, including Suarez and his runners left on base. Let's talk Bengals Bearcats now. I agree with you, man. I, I would like to do that. Uh, I see here. Also was wrong about the Milwaukee Bucks. Sorry, Chris Ball and his championship attempt. Yeah, I see things, Terry. I, I had to be at work so dag on early. The NBA Finals are start at 9 o'clock at night, and I have never understood why they refuse to move it to 8. Why do you want to take a chance for half the country to not see the end of the game? Or for me, not see any of it, because I'm, I'm in bed by like 9 o'clock because I have to be at work at like 3 o'clock in the morning. All right, let's see here. Jared, the bullpen is the reason we aren't winning the division. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know by I don't know about by fifteen games, but yeah, <laughs> I, there's been twenty games at least. I'm exaggerating, maybe I don't know where the bullpen has just lost it. You know, San Diego series, I six run lead. Yeah, let's get, give up six runs in one inning. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> oh my god, Chris, it was very fun watching. Very oh, that was a very fun game to watch, but in the end, a loss is a loss. Time for a winning streak to start up. They they have to go on a winning streak like they did to end the first half of the season, which I think they were like nine and two, and like and one of the Brewers Brewers said this the other day. They're only one bad week away from the Reds catching them again. Which is true. So again, it's they're not out of it. I mean, it could happen. It's gonna be a struggle. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yep, crown, you're right. Nadolo and Green are untouchable. Ben other. What if the team didn't need to qu- to quit because of their bullpen? Kept giving it runs. So, which one is it? What if the team? I don't understand what you're. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not understanding the question, Ben. Sorry, man. Um, all right, let's get to some Bengals talk here. And like I said, Bengals training camp is right around the corner. I'm very excited about it. This is on. Bengals wire. And I know we got fantasy football junkies getting ready to go. I'm trying to get Hayden Winks back on here to do some fantasy football stuff because drafts will be starting soon. But 
lots of people, this is on Bengals from Bengals Wire, are predicting Joe Mixon to have a big year this year. I agree with them. It's a very good article from Bengals Wire. That says, uh, by now it's clear Cincinnati Bengals envision Joe Mixon having a massive 2021 season by featuring him even more in the offense. Low-key, though, Mixon is has a massive workload in 2020. It's just as easy to forget because he only made it into six games due to nagging injuring, injuries. Work rates was impressive, even when looking for a fantasy football perspective. Now, this is interesting. Mixon had at least 19 touches, combining for carries and targets in each of his six starts last year, according to Joe Dolan of Fantasy Feast Podcast and his expert faith. Okay. Long story short, Mixon was looking at being one of the very best in fantasy football based on his usage. Now, see, I know this is fantasy football stuff, but Joe Mixon, I think, is going to have a huge, huge season for the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you go back and watch some of his highlights or catch or just yeah, highlights of last year, I forgot how many times he actually caught the ball. He's a really good receiver. I think he's going to blossom into the three down back that we're paying him to be this year. He is another key. He is to me the key to the offense. And I'm more interested in mixing getting multi-purpose yards instead of just running rushing yards. I want him to get rushing yards, but I want him multi-purpose to that's going to help the Bengals out with their offensive line, Joe Burrow, excuse me, jackpot Joey Burrow, and everything that the Bengals are trying to do this year. So as far as I've said this before, the key to the Bengals season is the defense. The key to the Bengals offense this year is Joe Mixon. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, I got some more stuff going on in the chat here. All right. Terry, what percentage do you give the Bearcats to make the college football playoffs this year? Uh, see, Terry, I think they're deserving. If It's so hard. Because the problem, the thing is, if they go two two years undefeated, I don't see how they can keep them out. I think they can, but I think it's going to be very difficult, I, even as talented as this team is. Because last year, yeah, we were the big dogs in the conference. This year, it's the it, the target's even bigger because people are talking about the Bearcats potentially getting a shot at the college full football playoffs. So I've said this before, going undefeated, I don't care what conference it is, going undefeated for one season is hard. Doing it twice is really hard. On top of that, you're going to add Notre Dame and Indiana. I I, I don't have a percentage because I just, I think they can, but it, it's going to be a very difficult thing. And there's still part of me, Terry, that I still don't think they're going to let us in. 
even if they do that. You know, so it's kind of hard to put a percentage on that because they don't want us in there. College football playoffs do not want the University of Cincinnati Bearcats in the college football playoffs. They don't want us in there. So that's why it's hard to put a percentage on it because even if the Bearcats do everything that they need to do this year, which means win every single game, because if we lose one game, we're out. That That's the pressure. More so than, you know, I know the, the Power 5 cards are, oh, well, if we lose a game, we're out. That's not true anymore. And that's not that's not true. <laughs> the Bearcats, legitly, if they lose one game, they're out. So the pressure is going to be huge on them this year to win every single game. So that's where it's kind of hard to, to give you a percentage. Do I think they can? Hell yeah, absolutely. If they go undefeated and they keep us out, it's going to be, I, I don't why do you have a college football playoff? <laughs> you know, that's my thing. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch them. I cannot wait for, for them to, to to start. I hope that answers your question. I, it's hard to give a percentage because, like I said, I don't trust the college football playoff committee. If we go undefeated, I still think they're going to keep us out, or at least try to. All right, Ben Other, what's up? Okay. You made a comment to the Reds about how they are having – the team where they don't give up, right? Yeah, I did. For example, the game last night. Hence, how would you know if the Reds were not giving up because of how the bullpen was? Well, because they didn't get the the team didn't give up because they kept coming back and they kept coming back and they kept coming back. The team didn't give up. The bullpen wasn't good enough to keep the lead or keep it tied. That's how I keep saying this team does not give up. So that's yeah, and I mean that's that's I don't know how how else you would determine a team not giving up. I mean, they're not giving up. They came back three times yesterday, four times. That's not giving up. <laughs> Crip, what's up, buddy? Iceman and friends, did you guys see the Dave Lapham and Mike Brown interview? I did. God, I hope. That man sees a Super Bowl victory someday soon. Great interview. Yeah, that was awesome, Dale. I got to listen to the uh, second half of it at uh, work last night. And, uh, yeah, I really do hope Mike Brown gets to see a Super Bowl. I did not realize that both his brothers had passed away. So he's he's it. He is the only one left from when the Bengals started here. So I really do hope. We get to give him a Super Bowl. He's not a very emotional guy, but I uh, I think he might break down. <laughs> I really do, because I, I know how how much winning the Super Bowl meant to his dad, and I know how much he respects his dad. And for him to to be around to see it, I just think all the everything that he's buried will come up, but we'll see. Chris Hopkins. Uh, UC and Notre Dame is going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough because uh, both of them, even, even Indiana, Chris, it's going to be tough because we're going there to play them. I mean, Indiana gives Ohio State um, a tough game every year. So I don't see them giving us an easy game. But like I said, we have the Bearcats have a really, really good team this year. I mean, they could have a top 10, top five defense. 
So I'm not saying the Bearcats don't have a shot. They have an absolute shot to go undefeated. They have a better than absolute shot to go undefeated. There's a very good chance they're going to go undefeated this year. Just, but, you know, you got to play the games. We'll see what happens. Ben, what's up? Oh, Ben, others, sorry. Why are the Bearcats not wanted in the playoffs? Because we are not a Power 5 school. We don't give them enough money, and we don't have as big a fan base. It's all about money, Ben. If I had to guess, because the market is not as big as the other schools. Yep. Well, actually, Cincinnati is a big market. It's just alumni-wise, and, I mean, you know, we're not Notre Dame. We're not, you know, Alabama. We're not We're not these guys. I mean, hell, <laughs> Kentucky football probably has a bigger fan base than UC football does. That's just because Kentucky's nuts about anything Kentucky. So, yeah. Uh, part of punctuation, what's up? Bob gave up. I, yeah, I, I I don't know. But why? <laughs> why did he give up? <laughs> we've been six, seven years of losing. And last year we made the playoffs, and he's tired of losing. Why is he giving up now? I don't know. Robert Fox, speaking of. Where's Uncle Tony? Uncle Tony is, he got a new job, so he works when I'm on the air. So it is hard for him to join. So, all right, I want to get to this. This kind of blew up on Twitter, and I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. If you've ever watched the show, you know I'm a huge Skyline Chili fan. But apparently last night, some dude on the New York Mets broadcast decided to rip on Skyline Chili. Apparently, he's never eaten it. He just thinks it looks gross. Well, that's a dumb take. Skyline chili is delicious. If you haven't eaten it, shut up. <laughs> because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You go give me a three-way, a cheese coney. Dude, I'm set. People are like, oh, that's not chili. That's not chili. No, it's Cincinnati-style chili. I can't help it. You guys aren't as cool as us. It's not my fault that you think chili should look a certain way or do this a certain way. You're putting it on spaghetti. but That's why it's called Cincinnati-style chili. It's different than yours. It's better than yours. Okay? Sheesh. Haters want to hate, brother. Foxy. Skyline is gross. Get out of here, Foxy. You crazy. Have you eaten it? Skyline is not gross. All right, pardon punctuation. Does Bob have a daughter that wants to take care of the team? I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. All right, Ben, what's up, buddy? Don't you get the comment about what if Bob wasn't giving up? If you have to think like the Cincy, Cincy, first hence wouldn't that make sense to have the reds have to come back by now how how the bullpen not my words i maybe i can't read i'm having a hard time understanding what you're trying to say ben i'm sorry man uh i apologize crown iu will be harder than than Notre Dame to beat 
It might be. I'll go. Okay. Okay. What? It's still Cincinnati chili, Foxy. It's still Cincinnati chili in general. It's the same. Yes, they taste different, but it, they were making fun of Cincinnati style chili. Hell, Empress is good. Uh, uh, you, there, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of really good Cincinnati style chili. It's Cincinnati style chili, and like I said, I can't help it. I can't help it that Cincinnati style chili is better than anything you guys have. Holler at me. He goes, what's up, man? S. Jeanette. What's going on, buddy? All right, Chris. Gold Star is better than Sky. I think you mean Skyline. All right. Hey, I, I, I like Skyline better, but I've eaten Gold Star too. It's a clear reference to Bob's Burgers, I guess. I don't, don't know what you're talking about. Holler at me, goes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Steve. I don't know what you mean. Uh, ben other. Okay, here's an example. Or here's a simple one. Do you like onions and beans on your skyline? I actually don't. I mean, I've eaten them, but I would prefer to have just a three-way. I like that. But the funny thing is, I do like light onions on my cheese coney. So I might like onion, onions on a three-way. I've had it a couple of times, but I really just like a three-way. I, I my, my go-to is uh regular three-way. And about one or two cheese conies, and I can crush them. And they are delicious. All right. Raw Flush Terry. Team Gold Star by Skyline. But I always eat Skyline every day. There's a lot of Gold Star people on here. I'm kind of surprised. Because on the west side, we, I'll put it this way. We had a Skyline and a Gold Star right next to each other. The Gold Star closed. <laughs> A couple years ago, because everybody's going to Skyline. <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, Gold Star tastes like they use liquefied pine cones in their nasty chili. <laughs> All right, I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> oh my god, Chris, you don't mind? You don't mind Skyline? I I love Skyline. All right, Steve, holler amigos. Hello, my friend in Spanish. Forget the Bob <laughs> Bob Burgers reference. All right, hello Steve. I think I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming Steve says S. Uh, Gold Star has good, really good burgers. Now, okay, why would you go to Gold Star to eat, eat burgers? To me, that tells me right there that they don't even like their chili that much because <laughs> they got burgers. Why would you have burgers on there? Coleman, my friend, what's going on, brother? I love past. I think mean, I, I think you mean you live. I live past Cleveland, close to PA. I would eat Skyline every day if I live closer to my closer to my city. Stupid job. Let's go Skyline. There you go, Coleman. Exactly. Ben, what's up, man? Uh, this might be flat earth question since I don't know much about baseball as a condition. What does the trade deadline what does the trade deadline end for baseball? When does it end? They've moved it. Um, man, if Beetle is out there still, he could tell me because it used to be in August. I don't know offhand when it is, but it is very, very soon. Um, and the trade, and it doesn't mean you can't make trades. It just makes it a lot harder. So, 
because you got to get players to go put through waivers and all that stuff. So the trade deadline needs to, well, that, that to me is going to hopefully push the Reds to the point of making a trade quicker than they want to. Steve, what's up? Sneaky good skyline alternate food classic chili. Chili to wrap. Those are good. Light lettuce and extra tomatoes. I actually like you guys ever had the uh, the uh, chili cheese burrito there? Ooh, that's good. That is good. Brad, July 31st. Thank you. That's when the trade deadline is. So, yes, it's within a week. <laughs> so it's very, very close. And the crown says it's July 30th at four o'clock. So it's either 30th or 34th. So it is very, very good. Chicken wraps. Who has chicken wraps, Steve? <laughs> I don't think they have chicken wraps at Skyline. I eat Skyline a lot. So I, as you can tell by my 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 slender build here. <laughs> uh let's see, do I have anything? Oh yeah, I want to get this out of um. Oh, not that one. All right, here it is. Friend of the show, Jay Morris. He, he's uh, come on the show before. And I thought this was interesting. Prior to last night, or excuse me, prior to tonight, the last time the Reds had lost a game in which they scored at least 10 runs and the opponent had at least four errors, it was a 12 to 11 defeat at Pittsburgh on April 14th, 1947. That just kind of irritates me even more because. The Mets had four errors, and we still lost. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, they have chicken wraps at Skyline? Do they? That's news to me. They did. Got me it, dude. Look, going to Skyline or Gold Star and ordering something else other than the chili is like going to a wing place and ordering a steak or going to Outback and ordering chicken wings. <laughs> you know, I, I go to Outback. I'm getting a steak. I'm going to Skyline Gold Star. I'm getting chili. I'm going to B Dubs. I'm getting some chicken wings. You know, uh, that, that's that. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Coleman, my friend. What's up? Who, ha- who else has tickets to the Minnesota game in September? I'm taking my sister. She just got her license. It's going to be a great time. First time tailgating who day, baby. I'll be there. Section 158, and we'll be tailgating before the game. I'll either be at Bengal Gyms, or I'll be at the Bengals Bomb Squad, or I'll be around. But probably one of those two places. You can check me out. Steve, to scratch so hard to claw back into it and then get pounded, and that just really sucks. Yeah, I, that's That has got to be absolutely frustrating. And I know Lance McAllister said this on the show, and he said it on my show. If I'm David Bell, I'm going into Bob Cassidy's office going, hello, I need some freaking help. (laughs) What do you want me to do? You want to win? Then act like it. That's what I'd be doing. All right, get back to the chili talk here. Uh, and yes, you mean the chicken wings or the uh chicken wraps are very good? Is that what you're talking about, Steve? And Robert, if I could eat Gold Star, I would eat it every day. 
but none are down here in Louisville. Is there skyline down there? Because there's skyline in Florida. <laughs> My favorite food. Yes, Grippos. Yes. Terry, Grippos is delicious. My favorite food is Grippos. I believe Grippos season. Have you guys ever? Do you guys ever make your own chicken wings or anything? If you do, take the Grippo seasoning and put that on the chicken wings. Oh my goodness, that's delicious. If you like Grippos and the bar the barbecued one, oh that is good. Uh Grip, what do you got? <laughs> I like going to Long John Silver's and eating their chicken. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you go to Outback, you eat steak, you go to Skyline, you eat chili. Uh, yes, Grippos are awesome. Do we have the only thing about Cincinnati, man? We have a lot of good food. If you like to eat, like I do, as you can see, we got a lot of good food here. You got Montgomery and Ribs, you got Skyline, you got Gold Star, you got Grater's Ice Cream, there's a ton of good stuff. Grippos potato chips. I mean, there's a ton of good food here in Cincinnati. And we keep talking food. I am getting hungry. <laughs> Robert Fox. Yeah, there is one in the city I live in, but I can't stand it. It tastes too much like cinnamon. Foxy, that's because Skyland is better than Gold Star. That's why it's in Louisville. <laughs> uh, Royal Flush Terry. Mid Midwest Barbecue in Loveland. Ooh, they have flavored chicken wings? Really? Oh, dude. that I got to try that out because I've made it myself. But that's awesome. They are delicious. All right, uh, Steve, the trusted most nationally recognized food in Cincinnati has to be Grater's Blackberry, excuse me, Black Raspberry Chip. Visit the facility. They dry ice and mail the stuff over the globe. That's awesome. I personally like the Buckeye Blitz. It's peanut butter and chocolate, and they got chunks of chocolate and peanut butter in there, and it's freaking awesome that is my that is my favorite food crown is this a food show or a sports show it's a sports show but you know <laughs> hey i like food everyone likes food they were ripping skyline on the new york mets broadcast last night i'm going to defend my chili i'm going to defend my city crown oh <laughs> uh, all right guys it's about 621. This has been fun. I appreciate you guys jumping on the show and having some good conversations. Uh, tomorrow, Evan McPhillips from Pro Football Focus will be joining the show for a little bit. So we can talk some Bengals. We can talk about where Pro Football Focus has the Bengals ranked <clears throat> compared to where ESPN had them ranked. We can break some of that stuff down tomorrow. So make sure you guys join the show tomorrow. Let me get to the Facebook group set. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. And if you guys have not joined these groups, I recommend you join them. And if you have not subscribed to my show and you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, please go, so go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice, and subscribe. But the Facebook groups that let me live stream are Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation, Cincinnati Bengals The Jungle, Bearcat Country, Ohio State Bucknuts, The Ice Bar, which is my show page. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all of them under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter handle is 
at Jeff A. Trenopol. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. I'm also on TikTok. That is at Iceman90. You can find all of them if you type in sports with strawberry ice. You'll find me. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. So if you missed any of the show and you don't want to sit and watch me for, what, 45 minutes, however long I've been on, you can listen to it. And actually, nobody can see me now because my camera stopped working. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why does this happen now? Uh, will it come back? Doesn't look like it's going to come back. So let me switch to this one. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Technology, baby. Technology. All right. Where was I at? Camera went off. Lost total control of the show. Oh, yeah, podcast. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, Beanpod, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you like, rate, and review. YouTubers are my 1,241 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Once we get to 10,000, I'm going to give away a Bengals jersey or something. So help me get there, guys. I'd appreciate it. Let's get to we got a couple more comments here. Steve. Helmet nachos. You like the helmet nachos of the stadium there. Ben, I want to get Ben back up here because I think Ben's new to the show, and I appreciate you taking the time to make comments here. Like I said, please go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Okay, I think I get how the Cincy concept would, wouldn't work with the Reds. How to create a bad bullpen as the sin to – obviously, see how bad they were. Since when the Reds have an away game, that the bullpen has to be the last to prove themselves on the field to win games, which would mean it wouldn't matter how well the offense did after all. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you're right. The offense can do a ton, keep coming back, keep coming back, and the bullpen can just go, you know what? We're not going to win today. <laughs> and that's what it's felt like here lately. But as always, and no, Jeremy Dean is not fired. Jeremy Dean has a job that he gets paid to do, and he's really busy right now. Come football season, I think he'll be back. And we'll get to the same old shenanigans me and him always do. But as my friend, Jeremy D's Nuts Dimebag Dean, always says, ready, all together. Remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. I don't know what's going to happen with the Reds tonight. I hope they're going to win. We need to win really badly. We got Miley on there. Maybe he'll pitch a complete game and we won't have to worry about the bullpen. Sounds great. Let's get a win. Let's get back into this thing as fast as we can. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!